0: Okay, next up in this Canada Rocks conference is Chris Evans, the MD of Winsome Resources. Winsome went public in November or December of 2021, about 15 months ago at 20 cents. The stock's been as high as 240 or 250. It's now taking a hit, 165 as we speak today. Market cap about 281 million Aussie. Doing the questioning for Winsome is going to be Ernie Ortiz of Lithium Royalty Corp. Ernie's a good friend of mine for a long time, but Lithium Royalty Corp anchored the IPO as well as had a royalty. Uh, we've been working with Chris and Winsome, you know, six months prior to the IPO and have had him on Rockstock Channel a couple of times in Minds and Money Forum, you know, and and others. So following Patriot, which is now north of a billion market cap. Uh, Winsome is also in the hottest area in lithium space. You know now is, is Quebec in the James Bay area, and uh, had some very exciting drill results toward the end of last year, which uh, re-rated the stock and uh, on much higher volume. So with that, I'll leave it with Ernie to do the questioning, and I'll come in toward the end. Great. Uh, thanks, Howard, and uh, good to get to see you,
1: Chris. Uh, so first, we'll, we'll start off with your key flagship projects, which are ADINA and CANSET. So can you just give us an update on, on the status of, of, the, of the program, the, the drill campaigns, and what are your plans for a mineral resource uh, with those projects? Uh, so can you start with that?
2: Yes, certainly. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Howard, and uh, nice to see you again, Ernie. I think um, the most action we've got at the moment is at Adena. We've got two drill rigs there as we speak, and they're working on what we're calling the JMAR main zone. And that's an area of 700 metres strike length, roughly 50 metres true width, and then 200 metres depth that we're drilling away with those two drill rigs, working towards being able to put out a mineral resource in the near future. We've got a third drill rig arriving because we announced um, roughly a month ago that we've discovered a new, what looks like mineralised intercept um, about a kilometre to the east. So by the end of this week, we'll have... Uh, three drill rigs working at adena. We've got, and they're all heli mounted rigs. We've got one drill rig at Canset, that's ground a ground rig, and that's investigating um, the many gravity targets we have across the property. Canset's a very big property. And um and it's also extending and deepening the drilling we've done on our on the currently discovered outcrop that sits right on the Trans Tiger Highway, which we've previously talked about. Once we we see that we'll be in a position by about mid-year to put out a mineral resource, if we choose, at Adena, and I say if we choose because we don't know yet whether we will given that there's so many targets and so much more potential at Adena. And can is an interesting one. I see it as a sleeping giant. Um, as, as you know, it sits only 30 kilometres to the west of Patriot. We've discovered a, a roughly 3 million tonne outcrop, and now we're investigating all these other targets. So we think Canset's probably a bit longer to get a mineral resource, but uh, we're certainly working towards it. Great, and, and
1: what's the plan from an environmental standpoint with environmental baseline studies and just progressing it from a permitting standpoint?
2: We've done the baseline environmental study at CANSET and we're currently underway with the baseline study at Adena. We're also doing a study on a potential road route and all weather road from Adena up to the Trans-Tiger Highway. Although the government, um, the provincial government has got plans to put a road in uh, from the Renard Mine, which is to the south of Edina, up to the Trans Tiger, which will open up the north of James Bay, about to appoint a a VP of approvals and sustainability, and their job will be solely to focus on the environmental approvals and um, interactions with the uh, First Nations people.
1: That's good to hear. And uh, you've also assembled a nice portfolio of various assets uh, in Quebec, uh, key ones being CERMAC and Desel. So maybe just on on CERMAC, that's fairly close to the Mobland property that Sayona uh, Mining Limited has, but also Vision Lithium is now talking about DSO potential out of their CERMAC neighboring property. Uh, Can you just discuss what the plan is at CERMAC and as far as exploration and next steps there?
2: Yeah, we really like CERMAC, of course, because we use it as one of our properties to list with. We think it's got great potential. We've done very little work on it as yet. but as you say, it sits uh, 30 kilometres as the crow flies from Mobler, and it's immediately adjacent to Vision Lithium's, albeit small resource, but I, I quite like their plans for for that DSO operation. It, to us, it looks like their pegmatite plunges are under our ground, but we just, with all the attention that we've had to give Adina and, and Can Set over the last 15 months. We haven't got to Cermac yet, but we certainly will. In the summer, when the snow melts in a couple of months, we'll have teams on the ground to start investigating um, that property, as we will with both sell and Mazarak further to the south. Uh, they're very interesting properties. Great. And it leads us to, I guess, just
1: sells. Can you walk us through what you saw, the potential there, and, and what attracted you to it? It seems like it has great interest for next to many neighbouring gold mines and, and various other properties, but just curious what the rationale is there and, and, and what you're thinking about it on a long-term basis.
2: As you say, it sits within, well, close to infrastructure. There's numerous mines around it. It's within an hour's drive of both Rouen and uh, Val d'Or, big mining towns within Quebec. We've got about 50,000 hectares there in total between Decel and Mazarak, the two projects, and there's been numerous discoveries of lithium at surface all around us, Vision Lithium, Sayona has actually discovered some Brunswick exploration also. The geological setting is very favourable. And, and of course, there's lithium all around us. So we think those properties hold hold a lot of potential. And again, we'll put teams on the ground in the summer. But for us, because they're greenfield in a very prospective area, they provide a pipeline of projects so that in two years time, say, when we're developing, when in the development phase of Edina, we've still got some exploration going on for these earlier projects. And I think a company like us or any development company needs some blue sky for investors and continual exploration and discoveries, which these properties should offer. Right. And then you've
1: also uh, in- increased your involvement in Ontario with, uh, with Power Metals. Uh, so can you, you just discuss your investment there and, and what you see as your long-term
2: involvement? Yeah, Power Metals for us was a great, a great opportunity. And uh, we've been talking about this since IPO, the fact that Canada still offers a lot of opportunities, strategic opportunities for a company like us who is focused on lithium. When we saw that Cyanomine was ordered by the Canadian government to divest their interest in power metals, we quickly jumped in there. We purchased 5.5% of the company for $2 million, but with that also came a board seat and most importantly, the offtake rights for all lithium, cesium and tantalum, as long as we hold more than 2% in the company. We had a look at the project. There's been 13,000 meters of drilling already. It was primarily focused on cesium. However, they kept hitting lithium. Um, so, my view is that by the end of this year, with a concerted drilling campaign, we can get a, a re, an initial resource at Case Lake. And so, with that in mind, we Power Metals just did a, a, a circa six million dollar raising, and uh, Winds and Resources took a large part of the back end of that, so that we could increase our stake to 10% of the of the company. So we intend to provide some strategic advice and some of the expertise we've picked up in Canada over the last few months to help Power Metals get a resource as soon as possible over the Case Lake project.
1: Great. And then can you just uh,
2: remind us the size of your last capital rate and what the plans are for use of proceeds? Yes. So we aim to raise $60 million Australian okay. and that consisted of $19 million Uh, using flow through funding that's available in Canada. So that is pretty much restricted to being used directly on drilling. And we're very confident we can spend that by the end of next year on on the drilling campaign we planned. We then raised uh, 31 million Australian hard dollars via institutional placements. And then we did a $10 million share purchase plan to existing shareholders. All of that was priced at $2. We brought in $2 $2 million from the 10 of the SPP. We have some time left to place that. We'll see how we go. We'll probably close that out. It gives us, even without the SPP being fully filled, we've got rough $60 million in the bank. And the use of funds really is the drilling campaigns at Adina and Kanset, but also doing the doing the various studies that will lead towards the PEA. So we're doing the environmental studies you referred to before, metallurgical test work, and then infrastructure studies to support that PEA over the coming 12 months. Oh, good. Lots going on. Then you're obviously a lithium veteran. You've added
1: Stephen Viggins to the board as non-exec chairman. Can you just talk about plans for adding additional personnel? And it must be pretty competitive now in Quebec, but it seems like it hasn't slowed you down. So can you talk about what you're seeing adding to the team and just to human capital in Quebec?
2: We're doing a couple of things on the human capital front. We're appointing a few senior people in country as executives. So a VP of approvals and sustainability that I referred to before will be appointed very soon. We're going to shuffle around a little bit the team so that Carl Kamartin, our current country manager and VP exploration, can move fully into the country manager role. Um, So we're looking for a new VP exploration, which will bolster our team in country And board-wise, I think we could certainly do with a bit of diversity on the board, and we could probably do with a North American on the board. So we bear that in mind. We've got four people at the moment. There's room for a bit more. But we also like the idea of an advisory board, which is often done not so much in Australia, but in in Canada. And the advisory board typically consists of experts in various fields that, that Winsome will be operating in Canada to advise the board and potentially be a feeder to the board. So, we're looking around for a whole lot of senior people well qualified in the mining, financial and environmental space. Oh, good. Uh, and lastly, can
1: you talk about what you, we should expect as far as news flow uh, on the assays or or what you're thinking about results in, in in the near future? And then just on the mining front, how beneficial is it for you to have just uh, a lot of results being very close to surface? and how does that impact mining cost and your uh, mining plans?
2: I think over the next 12 months, there's going to be continual continual news flow in terms of drilling results. Now, of course, we have people from all quarters hounding us for continual results. For us, it's about assays are still relatively slow, six to eight weeks to come in. For us, it's pulling together the assays into a meaningful announcement and a material announcement to put out to the market, uh, which is what we're doing at the moment. We expect an announcement very shortly with the next series of drill holes. And as I say, we'll those will continually come out while we're drilling over the next 12 months or so. There will be various uh, announcements relating to our PEA, which we're working on in sort of environmental studies and metallurgical test work results. And I think with us, um, given that our deposit at DENA is at surface, I think that, of course, that will help the mining cost. There's virtually no overburden to remove. And and I think it's a relatively per- permit, let me say, uh, permit light project in that we sit on a plateau above the surrounding landscape. Water doesn't appear to be an issue as in lakes around us. And we appear to have good relationships with the First Nations people. So as far as mining projects and approvals go in Quebec, this there doesn't seem to be any um, uh, any trip up so far. So we look forward to doing our surveys, uh, appointing a VP of approvals, and then getting this project permitted as soon as possible.
0: Great. Thanks, chris over, yeah. over to you howard okay great thanks uh chris uh just to wrap up or put a, an additional point i forgot to mention chris uh we've known each other uh since your altura days when you were the chief operating officer there you took me around while that was under construction you then left to uh join what is now leo lithium i guess it was barimian or molly lithium before that <laughs> And uh, like many of your fellow uh, Crocodile Dundee brethren from Australia have uh, made your way over to Canada and using, you know, the the skills you honed in Western Australia now to make what looks like uh, like a, a very significant discovery, but you're still very much in that discovery phase. And we've seen this with Patriot and others that like it goes up a lot. And then you know there's another set of drill results and, and it kind of comes in and then it goes up so we're in the a market environment you know these are high risk still exploration they're very high beta to the broader you know lithium thematic but uh as ernie just uh questioned you there's there's a lot of and your answers a, a lot of news flow to come just on the basic exploration results you know you're a couple of months behind patriot it seems to mm-hmm. me and hopefully Uh, you'll be seeing similar type intercepts. And uh, with that, thank you very much, Chris. And uh, we look forward to continuing the dialogue and, and watching WR1.